Welcome to Blind Guy Talks Tech, the weekend edition. Featuring Sean Priest, Tim Schwartz, Robin Christofferson, Sally Clay. But first, that blind guy himself, it's Stephen Scott. Oh, hello, welcome. Yes, it is I, Stephen Scott, back with you again for another weekend edition. It is lovely to have you here. Uh, right, who do we have here with us today? Uh, oh, uh, hang on. It's Sally Clay. All right, campers. I can speak. I was trying Are to do sure? it. I, like, I don't know what. I mean. All, All right, right governors. Yeah, you know, I have to say, you know, having been in London just this week, Sal, I think they have far more confidence in their speech. Sorry. All right, campers, how's That's it going? Lord love a duck go. and all that jazz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the fact that you're taking uh, artistic direction from me now. That's that's absolutely terrifying. Well, you could um, be the next blind Stanley Kubrick, Stephen. Bl- Stephen Spielberg, surely. No. <laughs> well, yeah, well, whatever. More looking at film, I, I, films I'd probably make, to be honest. Mind you, having seen some of Stanley Kubrick's, yeah, possibly. Uh, we've also got, who else is here? Oh, it's Lord Robin Christopherson. I uh, thank you all. I thank you all. And I thank you. Uh, and returning champion this week, Tim Schwartz from America. Well, hello, everyone. <laughs> How are you doing, Tim? You all right? Good to have you back. Yep. Yes. I am here. Nice I am to back. Hear you all. Nice to hear you. No Sean this week. He's still recovering from London. Can you believe that? How pathetic yes. is Sean Priest? He dragged ridiculous. himself down and he was poorly. He dragged it yeah, all the way down there. Silly, I know, he? because he told me repeatedly that he wasn't well. He just would not stop going on about it. I was like, yeah, I know you're not well. Yeah, but that's and man flu. It, it was, yeah. And I have to tell you, he was coughing and spluttering all over me. It was oh, disgusting. No. It wasn't... Co- you know, you never know. You might end up with a second dose of the old... Um... <laughs> oh, good. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, just what I need. More illness. I know, sorry. <laughs> More illness in my life. That's what I need. <laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm. it was it was just and you know the way you're sitting there thinking, this is exactly why I haven't left the house in about two and a half years. Yep. <laughs> and I'm sitting across from someone who is coughing their guts up in front of me. It is <laughs> delicious. Um, right, let's go around the table then. Uh, Tim, we haven't heard from you in ages. So how are you? How's 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 how's, how's your life? My life wow, that's a, a very deep <laughs> beginning question. Even thirty seconds, right? Just so you know. Yeah, um, um <laughs> thirty seconds or less. Wow. Uh life is okay. Um no new tech purchases yet. Ooh. And um yet. Hmm. yeah, just enjoying thankfully a little bit of nice weather this week. So Yeah, it's been weird the weather, especially here. It's been oh. bizarre. It was freezing cold several days ago, then it was eh, it was okay, then it was cold again. And yesterday it was blazing hot. It's ridiculous. It is confusing. It's the same here. Four seasons in one day. I think the funny Mm -hmm. thing about weather is, especially now, remember the days we would talk about, you know, like if if you lived in a certain part of America or wherever, you'd be like, oh, you know, it's always warm there. You know, it's always the one way. And then, you know, we'd talk about how cold it is in Scotland and it's always always cold here and all this. And nowadays it's like, well, you know, yesterday uh, I had snow outside my house and today my garden's on fire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just, it's completely... (laughs) Changeable I know the Earth's just constantly. realigning itself. It's kind of like flapping around. No, it's climate change. I think change, last Sal. weekend. I think one climate day last weekend change. we had a we had a frost advisory, and then yesterday 
or a couple days ago, it was bright and sunny and we had to put the air conditioning on. It's it's just, it's been weird. Yeah. How about you, Robin? How's your week been? Yeah, really good. Thanks. Um, I mean, if you, th- if you look at America, it's actually more south than us. Um, I didn't know that until a while ago. Um, so that's sometimes oh, New York, true, for yeah, example, yeah. can be icebound and we're basking in it. And that's something to do with the Gulf Stream, I think. But talking about, yeah, everything changing, if that Gulf Stream turns off or goes the other way, we're messed up. Oh, yeah, time. I read about this. I read about this. So that Gulf Stream, and apparently it will come to an end. Climate change will kill it. And that means basically we will turn into a fireball during summer and uh, an ice ball uh, during uh, winter. So that's going to be fun. Hmm. Yeah. Is that going to be next week then that's going to happen? Yeah. Well, that's if, the Russians, like that's if the Russians don't get us first, obviously. Oh, for goodness so. sake. Do you know, we can oh, live in boy. perpetual fear. I'm not seeing that film. It's the day after tomorrow. That's when it'll happen. I'm not sceptical that, that it's going to happen, but I'm really sceptical about the time period that they, the alarm <laughs> no, is the, do, the, the doomsday period. film to watch is that new or newer that don't look up. Oh, uh, that's yeah. that oh, no. was that's a great so good. No, it's really oh, good. It's no, I've funny. Heard, I've heard such bad it's, things. <laughs> it's funny and it's clever. It, I actually enjoyed it. It was really do you good. Know what? It, Let it, me guess. Absolutely. Is it an asteroid? Oh, sorry. Uh, well, you know, not far off. It was a comet, yeah. Oh, it was a comet, yeah. Um, yeah but like... the thing about that is it was so brilliantly and perfectly done for this age. The Almost f- the... a little too realistic. It was. It, it, you Actually, you could honestly believe it, you're watching a, a documentary as opposed to a film. Almost. It was so yes. close to reality, and it was actually uncomfortable. And the fact that it's, it's called Don't Look Up was, was so significant because later in the film, of course, you learn about the Don't Look Down campaign um which was the opposite campaign and, and this became like this twitter thing and it was like oh, you know don't no. look up versus don't oh, look down and i can't think of anything worse <laughs> it was just it was just it was just an example of how polarized our world is yeah, exactly that, that that's even when a comet really is hurtling to towards us and we're all going to die people still were well i don't believe it it's just right-wing propaganda no it's left-wing propaganda no it's right-wing propaganda no it's far yeah, left. It was, no it's not i was so appreciative <sighs> of the humor in that film because if it hadn't been for some of the humor the tongue-in-cheek humor i would have been like so this is a documentary explaining what's going to happen like in the next five to ten years right mm. <laughs> this is a little bit too close to home who's the lead actress in that she's uh, i can't remember her name Oh, I, yeah, the, I can't the, the, on, There's the guy a, who I can't remember him either. Was he in Titanic? So it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Ooh. Sorry, carry on. So there was someone calling you with the answer. That's, that's very timely. Yes. No, my phone's helpful. playing random Christmas music again. I like that. That's nice. <laughs> she was on it. Well, it thinks it's winter. Apparently it does. Well, yeah, <laughs> next week it'll be playing summer. You know, is is your music app connected mm-hmm. to your weather app? <laughs> Evidently, that Wouldn't that be yeah, something? The, my climate change app. <laughs> now, what's her name? Is it? Oh, she's a, she's a brilliant actress. Hilariously funny. Uh, off screen as well as on screen, but I can't remember her up. name. Hang on. Oh, it's going to annoy me. Who's there was the a lot of really good. In Don't Look Up. There was a lot of really good actors and actresses in that movie. Oh, right, come talk on amongst then. yourselves, boys and girls. Hold on. Oh, wait. Jennifer Let's get Lawrence. This line. Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. Is it? Oh, thanks, hey, lady Robin. came up trumps. Well done, Robin. Well done, Robin. I've got about 15 different options here. So. Yeah, see, yeah, that's the problem with Siri. It's just, it's too much information. Um, no, that was it. Jennifer Lawrence, she's a fantastic actress. I'm not, I don't really know much about actresses and actors these days. I don't know who anybody is. Um, I mean, people talk about 
oh, this this guy, this girl, they're fantastic. And I was like, yeah, whatever, I don't know. If I like the film, I like it. But yeah, that's she is, I've seen her in a lot of clips and, and interviews and she's very funny. Um, I enjoy uh, watching her. But anyway, uh, she was great in it. And uh, yeah, it's just a brilliant movie, really, if you haven't seen it. I know, it really people, was. I know people kind of like to look down on it a little bit, ironically. Look um, up on it. <laughs> supposed to look up. But no, I will good. not be watching it. Sorry. How was your week, Sal? How did you get on? Well, you've been busy. I have been busy. I've been, um, I've been, I worked away a couple of weeks ago, so I, I kind of recovered from that now. But I'm now, I've quit sugar. I'm turning my life around, boys. Turning oh, my life around. I need to do I, that. I've quit sugar completely, so no junk food at all. Um, apart How from are you your... here and not, I don't know, on a roof somewhere? Well, no, that was last week. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, and um, and now I've started going to the gym as well. So. Oh, yeah. Do you hate yourself? <laughs> What's going no, on? No, <laughs> I'll do anything to try and get a good night's sleep. So, you know, I will do anything. <laughs> so is this a medical thing? Rather, I mean, I know people no, no, obviously want no to lose weight That's fine. medical but... basis in this. It's just that I, I'm, I'm trying to eliminate, I've got various physical issues going on right, right. now and I'm trying to eliminate them. So, okay. um, and, and it's just, I'll do anything. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Do you really want him just, about my... It's just my... like Clubhouse on here. It's well, just okay, like Clubhouse. Well, okay, right, fine. No, yeah, no, no, Shaky please, please. Stevens. Don't no, go in. No, don't go in. It's fine. You <laughs> don't need to go. It's fine. That's all um, I was going to say. They're called Shaky Stevens. That's it. That's, that's so, my that's my nickname at school. Well, it's not anymore. That's mine. My dancing eyes. Oh, mine dance as well. The dancing <laughs> eye syndrome. Because I was Shaky Stevens. Would my eyes dance with your eyes? Oh, you asking... <laughs> Anywho, oh, yeah. just don't look up. Yeah, just hey. don't look up. <laughs> you can. <laughs> oh, listen, we're going to talk about that because last week on the show, Tim, uh, Robin gave us, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to last weekend's edition, but oh my God, <laughs> we had the most bizarre conversation <laughs> oh with Robin goodness. about his eye exercises, which uh-huh. have um, gathered a lot of interesting emails, let's just say. Um, I am sure they did. Shall we get into some emails? I don't have my email jingle handy, sadly. Sorry, email, guys. We get, we get email, email. We get, we get your, your emails every day. Ding dong, here's your mail, mail today. today. Wow, that was so much better. Didn't you know that See, was better? Hang on. I know I don't have to pay for that jingle, but I have to pay you because you sang it. Yeah, thanks. Pay me yeah. in a cup How of coffee. Cu- oh, no, wait. You we'll never get off? a cup of coffee because you'll be in London. I'll buy you coffee, no, Sam. No, I'm out. That's it. I went to London this week. Yeah, thanks for asking my week. I had a great week. So, went, Stephen, how was your week? Thank you, Sal. I had a <laughs> wonderful week. I went to London. I had a great time. I have to tell you, what is it? why is it long journeys are easier than short journeys? Like, big long journeys to London, right? That was about four and a half hours on the train, you know, it's a good uh, chunk of time out the day. Of course, lots of travelling around. But then... You didn't have to walk. But Because you, you, you taxi everywhere. you didn't everywhere. feel rushed, probably. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and in fairness, we did have someone with us who, you know, could see. So that solved That's every problem. That's basically what it is. So, so if, I, if I hire you a sighted person, a little yes. pocket sighted person... Well, hang on, <laughs> Ira. Just get Ira on the go, always. Do you know something? So it's so funny because I was with Sean. We were in London. Which is why he's not here. Uh, he's still recovering from it and he recovering from whatever him. he's got going on. He's been ruined, yeah. Yeah, he's just. He, I, I called him before if we he started. Wasn't already. Yeah, I called him before we started, and he's like, uh, "I said, are you coming on?" He's like, "No." Dead in the shed. No, normally, Sean's like, do you, "Do you mind if I just maybe skip this one?" And he's like, "No, I'm not coming on." But uh, no, we had a great time, and um, yeah, it was just really interesting. And but what was fascinating to me is 
And it all sounds daft when you say it out loud because you think, well, of course I should have thought that. And I'm sure that we could probably put a list together. This, there could be a feature in this show, which is, I thought I knew that, or I thought I knew to do that, but but never really clicked it all together. <laughs> and it was, he was trying to find, uh, we were in this conference room and he was trying to find the bathroom. And the, the people who Sorry. were away, not in the conference room, I should mm. add. Um, <laughs> I can just imagine this Sean like bumbling about trying to find the bathroom. Well, that's exactly what it was. He was bumbling around. Up under the table. As, as he said this week on the show, he's a bumbler and I'm a battler. We've came to this conclusion. <laughs> I'm a stomper. I, I, I stomp I'm a battler. I just go through. I just go. You know. Yeah, I do that. He as just well, kind of bumbles. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> but uh, we were having this. Yeah, we'll get into that one in a minute as well. Are you a bumbler or a battler? Hmm. I'm a bulldozer. Hashtag, actually, don't look up. Um, <laughs> just don't look up while you're doing it. But yeah, so he gets on. Be my eyes, and he's like, "Can you help me find the bathroom?" And you know that way, I'm thinking, "This is genius." Right? I mean, obviously that makes sense, but I, I just tend to use it for physical, like, oh, I need yeah. to check a pair of socks, pair or of I need socks. to make sure yeah, there's no soup socks. on this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always socks, isn't it? None of <laughs> my socks I get 10 pairs of the same. That's what I always do. <laughs> That's the answer Ooh, to everything. Do you know what yeah. I've found? There's a little rope that you can put attached socks to called a sock dock. A and, sock um, dock? Yeah, sock dock. <gasps> and you can get them on Amazon. USB? Sorry. No, it's not USB. It's not MagSafe either, Stephen. Oh, well, it's useless <laughs> But they're so good. And you literally attach the pairs of socks to the dogs, except I've lost my sock dogs. That's the problem. <laughs> That's because oh, I've boy. got two kids. Like, trying to, somewhere. I know. Hey. hey. I know, I could have put it on a, on a docking station, couldn't I? <laughs> Your sock docking station. This sounds great. I love this. Um, okay, let's get into some emails, shall we? Because we get so many emails, and I feel so bad. We, we, we get about three hours into the show, and then we, we realise we must read one of these emails. Uh, so Janine from Ira has been writing in uh, a lot, actually. Um, but this actually, I think, came in last week, so we're, we're kind of a week behind here, uh, just catching up on some of the emails from last week. So, Janine, I know. It's your fault. It's all your fault. You don't talk too much. It's my fault. Um, Janine from Ira writes in again, following my demo on how to use Twitter via the website rather than through apps. She says, your segment on using Twitter via the website has really shortened my workflow. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. <laughs> you're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. Um, part of my job at Ira Beetle is... Juice, Beetle juice, Beetle <laughs> Don't say it! Part of my job at Ira is to monitor social media, and Twitter is a huge part of that. I was using the mobile Twitter app and getting more and more frustrated with VO focus issues and the inability to continue down through tweets, especially on the notification screen. The web version is brilliant. I'm loving the shortcuts, and they just work. Now, if you know of anyone who uses the Monday.com app with VoiceOver to track projects, you will earn your superhero badge. (gasps) I don't know anybody who uses Monday.com. No, I've never... Throw it out there to the listeners. That's no, definitely, but I'll try it. Yeah, I mean, I, I must say, I've, I tend to avoid these things now because I think these project apps, they're so convoluted. And I think, you know, can't you just use notes? You know, some collaboration notes, text document. <laughs> Is that old-fashioned? I don't know. <laughs> a Google Doc. <laughs> yeah, a Google Doc it. does it, right? I mean, it's just a, a line of text. If you're just going to check a project, you know, you yeah, have done it. Yeah, but people like them all presented in a fancy I know, way, they like it to look nice, don't they? Mm. Um but yeah, that's interesting. And uh, yeah, I'm glad the Twitter thing worked. Also, don't forget to check out the Spring app. We did a demo. Well, actually, we didn't. Uh, Gordon Anthony sent us a fantastic demo that went out this week uh, on the Spring app for Twitter on iOS. And uh, there's a Mac version as well. I think they're working on the accessibility issues there. But one thing for cl- that came clearly out of that demo is that the developer really listens. 
uh, which mm. is fantastic. So, yeah, if you haven't tried out the Spring app, it is a paid-for app. Uh, you can get a free version, but it's not as fully functional. Uh, but if you haven't heard of it or you want to know more about it, you know, pop back in the feed if you've missed it uh, and check out the Spring app review with uh, Gordon that went out this week. Uh, Rebecca writes in to let us know that Michael Fear has written the, the second edition of his personal power series on getting to grips with iOS. Uh, she says this book is 1,520 pages in length. What? Wow. <laughs> I will never read that book. Reading, then. Yeah, I will never read that. I'll get to page two and I'll be asleep. Well, lucky you. I think oh, that, that might actually be a really good insomnia cure. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, should we read it? <laughs> we should. We should yeah, read that in. No, actually, I, I've perused uh, Mike's previous iOS manuals and books, and he does a really good job putting everything together. A former friend of the show, Stephen, we had him on Double Tap That's years right, and years yeah. ago. He's a correspondent with AMI. But uh, yeah, he, he does a really good job. But yeah, 1,500 pages. There's going to be a point where I'm just going to be like, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm falling asleep. The, the truth is, yeah. we're probably going to be using it as a reference guide. Aren't we're going to be it's definitely, a, yeah. yeah, definitely a very good reference. You're not going to read it cover to cover. It's, it's not a fascinating, you know, dramatic novel or something. Yeah, what's what's, what's to, the ending? Do they all die at the end? Uh, Do all the apps die? I hope not. I hope the power's still on at the end. <laughs> at the <laughs> end, a real page turner. You just don't know. Well, maybe, know. but no, it, it's fantastic the work he does, and he's uh, made a, a free. Uh, as well, which is brilliant. Oh, that's, so, that's um, and and that's you know that's pretty impressive actually. I mean, he he could absolutely charge for that, and he's chosen not to. So, no, good good for him. There are people that do and, and do well with it, but uh, you know, so and absolutely right, so, he could, right? I mean, you know, yeah, if you put the work they in, should. absolutely yep. you should. I mean, look, you paid for your work. You mm-hmm. pay. Well, think of all the things in life, especially around tutorials. Remember those four dummies books he used to get? Yeah. Don't you still get them? Yep. Everything was you know four dummies, confusing for dummies, yeah. this for dummies. Um, probably can't use that word anymore, can they? Parenting get... for dummies. Yeah, probably can't say that <laughs> anymore. Someone will can be a crash <laughs> testing for dummies. It's not very crash test dummies for dummies. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rebecca says it's fifteen hundred and twenty pages in length and is great for any iOS user from the beginner to the advanced. It's available in Word, EPUB, PDF, and plain text with markup. Uh, she says I've used Send to Braille to create a UEB version that Michael uh, intends to post to his site. I'm in the process of converting the book to MP3 for those who do not have a computer but need to hear the book on a separate device. That oh, book is really on lovely. Google Drive. Do you know, this is what I love about this, right? That's that's, that's a awesome. real coming together thing, right? Mm-hmm. So everyone's yep. coming together and, and there's Rebecca helping out get it in uh, UEB Braille, in MP3 audio. That's, that's super that guys. Well really done. helpful for yeah. a lot of people. I agree. Um, well, well, actually, we've got the link to that. We'll get it in the show notes for you so you can go and get the book from there in the formats available. Uh, Karen writes in from Texas. Someone emailed about wanting an accessible Scrabble game for iOS. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, RS Games will be adding Scrabble to iOS soon. Once it's released, you would need to download the RS Games app and set up a free account. This gaming platform is available on Mac and Windows as well. She says, I love your show. Thanks for your humour and technology news and demos. I look forward to hearing your show every single day. Oh, that's nice. Thank you, Carol. Yeah. Wow. Who is it that wanted to scrabble again? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're, you're, you're absolutely on at least one of them. Or two of them. I listened to the one that I'm... No, I, I have actually been listening on. to more recently. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, it's all about me. Just when are you going to realise that? Hey, listen, it's all about time. We say this to people all the time. I get so many emails from people saying, oh, you know, I love the show, I just can't hear all of it. I don't, have the, I don't have the time. I feel I have to take a week off work just to catch up. And I'm like, guys, just listen to the bits you're interested in. It's all there for mm-hmm. you whenever you and want Two times speed. Yeah. Two times speed makes a big that difference. That does actually really yeah, actually. help. Mm-hmm. I, I've started doing that. And I'm kind of getting to the stage where... 
I kind of, it feels weird when I'm on normal speed. When you're not, you know I know, I mean? it feels like everything's slowed down. It feels like it's too slow. I'm like, oh, I can't listen There's to this. There's a particular podcast that I've listened to for many, many years, and I got used to listening to it a little faster just because I want to get through the information because it's just, it's informational for what I want to, uh, want to get out of it. And a couple of times here recently, I've caught it when it's been live on YouTube. And, and so I've not been able to speed it up because it's not fully mm-hmm. recorded yet. They're, mm-hmm. they're recording it live and I can't do it. I've had to stop it and go back after they're finished doing the live on YouTube. And so I can do it at one and a half or 1.7 times speed (laughs) on YouTube because I was, it was like, it was just a slog. I'm like, I can't do this. They're talking too slow. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it it definitely can make a difference. And and you get so used to it. I mean, it's just like anything with us, you know, screen readers uh, and, and speeding up audiobooks and, you know, things like that. And yeah, I find myself with podcasts doing that more and more. Just, I I can't listen to them at regular speed. Does your podcatching app, reduce the pitch when you speed it up or do they go chipmunk nope it's it's uh regular voice just sped up huh. yeah they don't do pitch change no i don't, I don't think, think. I think that's kind of more of a oh and they must yeah, do pitch change no more if they're speeding it up they must no bring the... not necessarily no they don't no nope. they don't change the it's like audible that doesn't change the the pitch when nope. it speeds it up yeah, it doesn't yeah. except i think that maybe they all are because to keep the pitch the same when you speed it up you're having to it's it's like in Audacity where there's three there's there's a speed change a pitch change and a tempo and I think the oh. tempo one is the one that corrects the pitch back down again so that as you speed it up it still sounds yes yeah, so maybe like they're all changing is what you're saying yeah because I couldn't listen Either to way. it if it was Chipmunky as um, oh no, 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 no I, I couldn't nobody stand could it if it was as, yeah. as, no. as Bart Simpson once said I don't know. Um, <laughs> Kowal writes I uh, have a lot of Bar Simpson quotes I will use over the course and Oprah and uh, Golden Girls I think you'll find most of my quotes come from there eat my shorts yeah <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Rose ever said that but no, uh, well yeah. she might have anyway <laughs> anyway Kowal writes in I have just caught up with all your latest episodes as I tend to listen well at the done. weekend uh, to all of them as much as I can I have just been listening to the Adaptive Kit episode and I don't really know what that is so could you please explain to me what it is because I didn't quite understand from that discussion you had with the accessibility person at Microsoft that was Dave Dame who we spoke to from Microsoft yeah the accessibility kit or the Adaptive Kit from Microsoft um, which of course following the Ability Summit this week we've also heard of all these new mm-hmm. cool devices that are coming out uh, the assistive or adaptive mouse, the adaptive keyboard, very interesting. Um, I wait to see who's picked up and that episode and listened to it. <coughs> we'll move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really, Stephen? Yeah, that was that was brilliant. Yeah, um, but mm-hmm. yes, uh, Dave Dean was on. He was talking specifically at that point about the uh, adaptive kit, and this is. Essentially, it's like a, a range of different tools you can use for various purposes, not just for blind people, but for blind people specifically, there are bump-ons in there, as we would call them. Um, but not just bump-ons, they have little shapes as well. So you can have, for example, a large circle on your enter key, or maybe you want that on a particular key. You can have lines, which are really handy for the function keys on, say, a Surface Pro, because they're not as big, so you can have them on the... The, the function keys and it helps you identify those really clearly and you've got the little circle bumps as well but there are other things and you know for example the Surface Pro has the kickstand at the back uh, and a lot of people uh, with certain disabilities really struggle to open that so you have this little thing you can stick on to the inside of uh, the computer just underneath the kickstand which allows you essentially just to put your finger in and just, just yank pry it open, open that, or, yeah pop it open that surface yeah. pro so you know really really uh, useful tools for a lot of range of disabilities and there's other things there's mm-hmm. a really cool one where there's like a section of uh, adhesive 
little labels, right? But they, they have all different tactile styles on them. So it could be lines, it could be circles, it could be dots. And then there's a tiny little marker at the end of that. And the idea is that you put the corresponding marker. So let's say it's the tactile um, adhesive strip with the lines on it. You would put that round a cable. And let's say it's a USB-C cable. And then on the port, you put the same, the companion little sticker onto the computer next to the USB-C port so that you know that cable's a USB-C and that's the USB-C port. Mm. And there's lots of different things like that. So it's a really nice little kit. It goes a lot further than just bump-ons. And I know some people have said, it's just bump-ons. Well, it isn't. There's a lot more than that. Um, but, you know, it does lead people to bump-ons, which is kind of cool. Uh, and again, for I've said this before and I'll say it again, my recommendation for anybody with a laptop is not bump-ons like the, the ones you might get, the typical ones. The but huge ones, yeah. Th- because they don't do the screen any favours, right? When you shut mm-hmm. the, the screen down, it's not good. And if it's a la- like something like a, t- a Surface Pro with a touch screen on it, you don't want to have it touching the screen. Mm-hmm. So lock dots is the answer to that problem. Um, they're, they're kind of crazy money. It's like, you know, three or four quid for like a pack of six, which I think is always a bit wild. But, you know, at the same token, they are, you know, they're pretty good and um, great for laptops. Because they're small, say, tiny sorry. little pin dots, you know. We should also say that the RNIB, for example, many other uh, organisations as well, sell a range of high-vis keyboard sticker sets. So if, you know, yellow on black, white on black, black on yellow, whatever your preferred option is, you can and get... keyboards as well, not just the, the layers. Yeah, more expensive though. And if you've already got a keyboard you like, but absolutely, you just... No, no, just buy another keyboard. I'm all for more keyboards. So, you know, I've only got 100 (laughs) and I can always do it more. I'll get get all Stephen's cast-offs when he sells them. So, you know. You know what I'm like? I just give them away. I can't be bothered selling them. Who's going to sell a keyboard? Who's going to buy a keyboard? I want your Apple Watch. As soon as you get your new one, September, I'm getting your old one. She wants that. Mm-hmm. Every time a new piece of kit comes out, people think it's like a giveaway around here. I think you're going to open up a keyboard museum, Stephen. I know. I think that's... I know. And here's the first keyboard ever made. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, she says, uh, Kamal says, I hope you're having a really good break. Uh, break? When was that? Um, well, just this email. I hope you're having a good break, and I hope that you're really... When uh, you went away. Oh, having a good anniversary. Yes, my anniversary, oh. of course. That yes. was probably the end of April. Um, was that the end of April? This feels like about a year ago when that but Yeah, okay. Uh, she says... Um, the next one's coming up then. <laughs> it was about a year ago. Sorry, carry on. Feels about a year ago. Don't, don't do that mm. to me. Um, because I know what my wife wants for her 10th anniversary and uh, we're not financially ready yet. Um, uh, oh, right, so, okay. So, uh, says, I went to Bristol to be part of the Brailleists List Technology Sessions and it was really good. Everyone was extremely enthused by the Braille that was talked about on your show. Take care. Please do get in touch whenever you wish. Kowal, thank you very much. And just actually on that point, and she says that because... It was uh, Koal's friend, Erica, who sent in the demo of the Samsung washing machine that we mm-hmm. put out recently. That was brilliant. And um, she's, uh, I think Koal's about to get one of these washing machines, so she's quite keen to update as well on how she gets on. But uh, Koal has her own business, which is Braille Transcription Audio, which is exactly what you think it is. Uh, so she'll transcribe um, audio into Braille for you or whatever you want frankly so uh, yeah if you need any if you have a, you know for all your Braille transcription audio needs contact Koal there you go that's your advert for the day uh, braille-transcription-audio.co.uk is her web address now following our talk about the different types of canes and Sean and I's business idea of selling long thin things to help fish out the elastic that holds the tip onto our cane you know that <laughs> 
elastic. <laughs> it always disappears mean, inside the cane. That's one way of doing it, yes. But John writes in, and this is brilliant. This is my favourite email of the week, I think, so far. He says, I must have been bored. I've registered longthinthings.com. <laughs> nice. That's great. He says... I tried to point it at your Blind Guy Talks Tech site, but because you use HTTPS, because of course we're extremely secure and security is what it's all mm-hmm. about here. Except uh, me, I'm really insecure. Is, <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, John says it, it's not a happy website, so uh, it gives a oh, 404 dear. error. Let me know if there's a plan or some way of doing this and uh, we can aim the domain name there. Thank you. Yeah, I love your podcast, thing. John. So in theory, you could aim it well, at Sally then. Longthinthings.com. If only I would think. <laughs> if only I was thin. <laughs> maybe maybe um, after a few months at the gym, need to practice a bit more first. <laughs> I've got to say, uh, John, thank you so much for doing that. That was such a brilliant thing, and I was I laughed out loud when I read that email uh, to myself in the in the house. It was just amazing. Um, so yes, we will figure this out. We'll figure out how to get long thin thing. I've got my best people on the job, meaning not me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but uh, There's staff working on it. For the him. staff are on the case. Yeah, the the, the team behind us. The yeah, I've, I've asked my mum. Uh, so, Tom tweets in on this. If you need to retrieve the elastic band from inside your cane, all you've got to do is get a wire coat hanger, cut it, bend a hook at the end, then go fishing for that elusive elastic band. Then you have a tool, a go-to tool for the future. Yeah, great. Just that what you want sense. to spend your Friday afternoon. <laughs> well, this, this came up because I uh, was at the Ambutech website I was on. And they were selling this this hook, you see. That's what it was all about, because we started talking about this hook that uh, Ambutech sell. And I was just like, that's brilliant, right? Because, of course, what happens when the, the elastic goes right inside the cane? Oh, it's so annoying. You think, oh, that's it. Forget it. You know, just stick a, I don't know, stick a plant pot on the end of the cane because it's useless now. Stick in a plant pot. <laughs> Utterly. As a white cane, it's fulfilled its purpose in life. Get rid of it, buy a new one. You know, if you want to build a rope bridge across a canyon, then you get a, a light piece of thread or twine or whatever it was they used in Hang those on, days. Start that sentence again. I'm, I just want to sort of soak in that sentence. Start that sentence again. If you want if to you build want a to... rope bridge across a canyon, yeah. Well, you know, uh, do you know what you're talking to? You like to do I, with this Sunday afternoon. I barely leave the house. This yeah, is we know, Stephen. Stone Age times. <laughs> We're or well aware. So the first thing you do is you tie um, a piece of twine to an arrow, a long piece of twine, of and course. tie the other end of that to the rope. And then you fire the arrow across the canyon and the chap on the other side pulls it across and that pulls the rope across. And, you know, that's what you've got to do with this. You just tie a bit of thread to the elastic. And, and shoot then, it across the canyon. Yeah, fire the arrow down through the other <laughs> bits of... No, that's not right. Um, put something on the end. I don't know. Uh, Do you know what? Workshop it, come back to me. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm already starting to fall asleep. <laughs> Dangle that thread through your bits of cane and then when it comes out the other end, pull the... How dare you. Sorry. Um, Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) Tom Tom continues his message by saying, thankfully, uh, since most blind people use the white cane, could you do a show about the various tips used with the white cane and the preferred environment used for each? Yes, absolutely we'll do that. Tips on tips, exactly. Write that down. Someone write that down. That's a great title for that. Um, (laughs) Tip top, tip tips. Yeah, I like tips on tips though. uh, Soundscape seems to be a popular app with your group. Could you do a show on setting it up and uh, using this useful application? Wow, you're getting us to work for it here, uh, Tom. But yes, um, absolutely, we'll we'll do that. I'll get Sean to do it. Excellent idea. Since he's not here, (laughs) we can uh, give him that task. We can delegate. 
Absolutely. A message came in from Frankie in Australia who says, I've just listened to the latest episode of Blind Guy Talks Tech. Absolutely fantastic as usual. And I had a smile on my face the whole episode. And I especially loved the uh, bit at the end about working out. Hang on, this was about, I was after to remind myself what we were talking about. So yeah, I think Sean and I were discussing this about um, actually going to the gym. Um, Yeah, I've I've been going to the gym. You've been going to the gym, yeah. How are you getting on with that? Well, let's just say Ira has had to be... uh purchased because um i so i've, I've never used ira wow. before no not the whole company <laughs> uh, just the app but you know i had to um yeah so basically what happened was i've i've always been very um confident going out and stuff like that but and and very kind of pompous about it you know oh, well you know i can go to the gym I, you, I don't know what the problem is you know all this kind of stuff anyway i waddle into the gym after not having been for about 10 years and um <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's been quite a while since I've been to the gym, but I, I went up to the um, to the desk and, and just stood there with the reception. And I know these guys quite well, the receptionists and all that kind of stuff. And um, I just I suddenly felt a bit embarrassed about asking them for help. And um, so anyway, they took me to the uh, to the. They showed me where the gym was because I'd never been actually to the gym. I've been to the swimming pool quite a lot, but um, not to the gym. So they showed me where it was and. Um, they got me started on one of the machines and then I, I thought, oh, this is a bit funny because the resistance doesn't seem to be changing on the uh, cross trainer. And of course, it's because I didn't press the go button. Mm. So I tried be my eyes. They couldn't see it. I tried my mum. I was FaceTiming everybody. I was like, right, okay, now is the time to get Ira. So I got Ira and, um, and it was great. And the the woman who helped me through it, and she was absolutely fantastic. Even though she couldn't really see it, she was taking screenshots every ten seconds, and she she actually managed to get me through and uh, help me set it up. And I could do I did my half hour on the cross trainer. Uh, I went in again the next day, being really happy, like yay, Ira works for me. And um, because I hadn't bought any extra minutes, it actually and it hadn't been. 24 hours since my last use of Ira, I wasn't actually able to use it at all mm. during the next time that I went. And because I misguidedly thought, well, you know, it's after midnight on the next day, so it must be fine. Does yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, yeah. So, so I thought, yeah, you know, um, it'll be, it'll be fine. I can use it. I can just use it again, but it wouldn't work. And I just kept thinking, maybe it's the reception. So I was faffing around with the turning off the, off and on the Wi-Fi, turning off the, um, this one I was trying to stand in there on a cross trainer. It was surrounded by people. I was like, oh no, this is so embarrassing. Please just let me leave. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, Everyone um, else is doing the same thing. So they're all playing with their phones. No one's yeah. doing, no one's exercising <laughs> No one's actually doing any exercise. But, um, <laughs> Anyway, so eventually I got really cross and frustrated to the point of tears. I was like, oh, this is not working. And so I phoned reception and they, I was like, please help damsel in distress in the gym. And I wasn't going to walk down there in shame, you know, and tell them that I couldn't do it. But anyway, long and short of it was that I purchased 30 extra minutes on Ira and I now am able to use the free five minutes plus these extra minutes. So I'm hoping that that will be enough to help me with those machines because they're all touch screens. So um, there's no way that I can actually access them without a bit of um, sighted assistance. And if you try, if you tried to start that call before the, you know, full 24 hours have elapsed, is that into your premium minutes? Or That's the good question. And I need to actually find that out from them because um, if I, I mean, it probably will only take me a couple of minutes anyway. So it may well be that even if it's one minute, let's say that I've got 30 uh, extra minutes. I'm not going to be going to the gym every single day, dedicated as I am. I'll probably go about three times a week. So 
I don't, I think that I'll be able to get everything that I need to get done, done, um, within the allotted minutes, or I have to go at a different time, which is a bit irritating. So I don't know. It depends. Maybe Five if I go early. Five later every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. I, I'll have to phone them and I'll, I'll post again, let, let you guys know. And I hope you don't mind me asking, but the people around you, is that kind of awkward? Just asking uh, with, them. Oh, with, oh what about Ira, you mean? No, asking them about Oh, just the asking them. Oh, I see. No, um, sometimes, well, there were people in different places. So short of yelling, excuse me, really yeah, loudly across the gym. Yeah, I just, I kind of felt a little bit, I mean, if there'd been somebody next to me on the machine, mm. but also people, have, you know, once people are in a rhythm, it's not, I mean, normally I genuinely don't mind asking people when they're in a rhythm, I don't really like to disturb them. Mm. Um, you know, if some, somebody's running on a cross train, the last thing I want to do is ask them to get off their machine to come and help me. So I suppose that's what my thinking was in not just asking them. Sometimes if you're bumbling, stroke, waddling, stroke, barreling between <laughs> devices and it's obvious that you're visually impaired, yeah. do people come up and offer no, or not? not in uh, this gym. I have in other gyms, but I think because I go at quite quiet times, um, but I have been to other gyms in the past and yeah, people will help. Mm. But to be honest, I think that um, I am thinking of sneaking a little bit of Gorilla Braille onto the touchpad. Um, yeah. Because um, it might, I might not even need to sneak it. They'll probably be quite receptive to me um, using it. And then but you it, come back and the whole place will be covered in Braille. Yeah. <laughs> or just but very just, discreet little highlight dots or something. Exactly. And this is where um, some of those dots that you were talking about might work. Mm, that's true, um, yeah. Yeah. So that, that I think that would be really cool. And um, But I will keep you, I'll keep you updated because, I, you know, we have this view as blind people that gyms are not accessible. And I don't think that is necessarily the case. I think even if it is a case of calling down to reception on your phone and saying, hey, can you just come and give me a hand with the machine? Some, a lot of the time they don't mind because they're just sitting there on reception a lot of the time anyway. And, I, and I've noticed that if I kind of make friends with people, that they are genuinely willing to help. And then and it isn't about a dependency. It's just about coming to press a button or something like that. You know, and it's, it, then yeah. if, you, if it means that you can then do the exercise you need then, you know, relinquishing a bit of pride is is worth it, I would This say. is where I find Ira's really good. That's that's my take. I know you got to pay for it, but it just takes all that away. You know, it well, stops exactly. all that. Well, exactly. You don't have to worry. And, and I found myself with Ira just feeling so much more empowered. Even though I know that I can do the other things, it's just having that autonomy and the control and the discretion because I'm really... I'm always well known for being a fairy elephant and not being discreet and all that kind of stuff. But I think it would be really nice to actually just be able to get on with it like other people. I was, and that's we what talking, gives you. We were talking about this with Sean last week about the, the fact that sometimes, especially when he's using, like he was that day, trying to find the, the bathroom with the Be My Eyes app. And he had his Bose frames on and he's walking around and he's obviously talking to the, the person on Be My Eyes. And I said, how do you cope? Because I, I, I just knew it would happen. And I was right in this case that someone would come up to him and start trying to help him. And of course, he's got assistance at this point, but he's trying to talk to them and try and explain to this person, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm all right, I'm fine, I've got assistance. And they, they're just not understanding how he's got assistance. You know, it's like, what do you mean you've got assistance? You know, and this woman who had come up to help him, mm -hmm. I think a member of staff in the hotel, just didn't understand. No, 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 I'll help you. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm fine. And just couldn't get it, you know. It's like, at which point can you get this? I know. <laughs> you know, Do you know? It's funny but though. It must because be difficult from their point of view. I defer just like, to the real person sense? at that point. So, for example, well, would I've you really? had. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Would you do that, Robin? Do you think? Definitely, because they've got a body. They can take you there. 
they can, you know, lead you easily. No, whereas no the way. Other one come about. on. Have I become the independent one around here? What's going on? I would no, always, I mean, I'd be my eyes. <laughs> no, come on, Stephen. I'm super, like, honestly, I'm really super um, pro blind. independence. <laughs> no, I'm not super blind. Don't do that to me. Stephen did this to me the other day. You. I'm going to label. <laughs> no. So I was crossing the road the other day and I, and I can't remember what I said. And Stephen's like, oh, you're super blind. I said, no. And he keeps saying it now. It's really annoying. <laughs> but I really enjoy it. so inspirational. Yeah, I'm always so to offer um, accept help. I mean, I don't feel belittled by it or kind of unempowered because I have to do an awful lot myself. So, you know, there isn't help. 24 7 so no of course no, but the point, but the point, when you've got it but the point is you've got the help right that's the that's the point you've got the help on the phone you've that's your autonomy right. that's your control yeah but wouldn't you just want i don't know i always feel that the, the human contact outweighs the virtual yeah stephen doesn't like human contact i know you don't, that. You don't I understand it's always my it's always my i'm just yeah i'm just keeping on trucking after that um, it's always, it, it always seems to be my luck that if I'm trying to navigate and I could really use some personal, you know, in-person help, it's not there or not offered or I, you know, shout out and nothing, you know, nothing comes back. And the moment I call Ira or get be my eyes or FaceTime my wife or something like that, all of a sudden yeah, everybody around comes. is, yeah, is all swarming that? me. And it's like, no, I've got it now. Thanks. But uh, so it, it's, it's just, yeah. So when you went to the loo, Stephen, on your four and a half hour trip, I'm imagining you had to. Um, no, I don't. Oh, wow. I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, anyway, I'm, I'm one of these weirdos. Yeah, let's I don't. pretend <laughs> that you did. Yeah. Camel bladder. Would you have used those eyes that you had with you there? Or would you have done no. it? Gone in? Because when oh. the guy, because what happened was when we sat down, the train manager came up and said hey my name is and we had a bit of a chat and he said the toilets are here and you just walk straight through here and it's to the right and you know I know roughly how these trains are laid out so Mm -hmm. you know I've travelled enough on them so they're all and they're all roughly the same to some degree so you know I was fine so I was able to do all that myself Um, but I would have used be my eyes or seeing AI well not be my eyes so much but probably seeing AI in that situation to find the right button to lock the door that kind of thing Um, so yeah that's that's how I would do it I, I didn't need to do that but you know, that's how I would do it. I wouldn't need to call on people, no. And I wouldn't even, and I think the problem for me is sometimes it's finding the person. Who am I asking? You know, I mean, on a train especially, yeah. there's not, there's barely any staff anymore. I've um, got to the point now where on a train, because I've been on so many trains, I kind of know all of the different formats. Of all yeah, the that's right. You get to know. But I think that, I think there's something that a bit of a hangover from having partial sight. Uh, not not just for you, Stephen, but for all of us. You know, if we've anyone that's mm-hmm. had partial sight, you get this kind of bee in your bonnet about not wanting to ask for help. Yeah. And and when as a blind person, you get over the hump of that, and then you just go, oh, I don't care anymore. I'll just ask anyone. You know. But but funnily enough, that 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 day in the gym, and I don't know if it was just because of how I was feeling, you know, and it maybe is dependent on your own mood personally. Like I just didn't want to ask. Keep asking. I don't mind asking once. Hmm. But I think you, you hit on on the head there that it's, it's individual, yes, but it's also in the moment. You know, mm. because people, when people talk about anything in the world, anything at all, and they talk about, well, you know, it's up to the individual, it kind of makes a, an assumption that we all think the same way, or we all think individually, but the same way all the time. And we don't. We have no. good days, we have bad days, we have days where we can be bothered, days where we can't. There are days when... 
you know, it might just be too much to do. And you think, oh, okay, fine. Some days, you know, like, like I, I don't mind the beeping buggy that takes me to the train, right? <laughs> the beeping buggies. I love the beeping buggies. Um, <laughs> for two reasons. One, I don't have to walk. Love it. And two... <laughs> And that's just a laziness thing. And it's funny, it, it was so funny, right? Because when I get the train to London, right, I get to Glasgow Central and the mobility point, which is in the weirdest place, it's right in the centre of it's a concourse. It's so stupid, I can never find it. <laughs> well, there's a trick to it, right? If you get in the Gordon Street entrance, stick as far right as you can on that entrance and just go straight, you'll hit the piano first yeah. and then the mobility. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. But literally, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You literally will. And if the piano's playing, I can find it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that piano should auto play. I know. I wish it's one it of those would. Auto playing pianos. <laughs> it, it basically does because there's the same guy, and I actually know this guy. <laughs> there's the same guy playing all day, every day in there. So I'm like, yeah, if you, yeah, keep playing, keep playing. Come on, Please. I don't need to find the mobility point. <laughs> you know, my last job when I worked uh, in in downtown Cincinnati at the government building, when I would go to lunch. The cafeteria, the, well, it's really more of a cafe when a cafeteria. The cafe was on the opposite side of the first floor from where I would come down the elevator. And if they didn't have their music playing, you know, they had a you know, radio, you know, whatever it might be playing that day, Sirius XM or something. If for some reason it was turned down or off, I'd get a little lost because yeah. I was... I would be trying to go based on where the music was coming from and know, okay, that's where the hallway is. That's where the doorway is. Cause I hear the music playing outside the door. And, and if, the, if it wasn't playing, then I was like, Oh, um, um, what do I do now? Well, <laughs> you become reliant on that stuff. Somebody said to me at the train station in Houston, when we got, when I was coming back, I'd gone for a coffee and it's funny because I haven't been in Houston station probably for three years now. And the people who I, the people I was, I was meeting and, and Sean was with us as well, they were saying, oh, you know, we'll get assistance to get us to the taxi. The, the guy who was with us was, was Canadian, so he didn't know the area at all, right? Mm -hmm. So he's going, um, okay, I, don't, I don't know where to go. And he, because he was fully sighted, he's like, well, I'll find the way. And I said, no, no, just follow me. And he said, how do you know this place? And it was only because the last time we had been there, there's a lot of work going on at Euston Station, so they moved the taxi rank. It used to be downstairs. It used, used to be to down go, the bottom. Yeah, yeah, down the bottom. Now it's out the front I guess near where the buses are mm -hmm. and um, I kind of I, I kind of I wasn't exactly right but I got us to the the taxis not the taxi rank because it was I had to I didn't realise you turned right and then there was a road but you know I got to the taxis you found a taxi I yeah. found I found a bunch of taxis mm -hmm. and uh, where they where they started and ended well I don't care about that because my take on that is a taxi driver will probably just jump out of the cab and go hey mate listen they're over here mm -hmm. um so I kind of take it that way. Um, as long as I'm in the general area, you know, I'll just barrel in amongst them and someone will, you know, once you get in. And the funny thing is, although there's a queuing system, usually if you just open the door, that'll sort the problem out. Whatever, you know, you'll be taken mm -hmm. to the right place, you know. Oh, no, I get told to move up the queue. Sorry, no, this is the back of the queue. You have to go to... <laughs> I just, you know, I, I don't know what it is. Sometimes I just, I just... Um, I just, I just do the thing. I think it's that barreler in me. I just, it's like, I'll just get in a cab. And mm -hmm. if I'm, if I've got it wrong... I've got it wrong. I have getting, I mean, I remember once getting into a taxi years ago and it was the private cars and I got in and someone started screaming. This girl started screaming and I'm like, what is it? And she was like, this is, don't take my money. And I'm like, I don't want your money. Have you, have you got money? Um, but no. <laughs> and uh, she she thought she, she wasn't a taxi. She was just a, someone waiting for her, oh, no. know, her husband to come out or something, you know, and I was just like, getting in the car. I'm like, okay, you take me <laughs> home now, please. Oh, I did Don't that hit me with your stick. I know. <laughs> I did that at the school. And when I was a kid, my mum used to come and pick me up. And my mum, God love her. She is absolutely brilliant. 
accessibility not necessarily Don't the top clue. priority yeah. no and so so she used to park the car outside and she'd rely on me somehow to find it yes and most right. of the time 99.9 percent, i did find it because i had a little mm. bit of vision and i'd find it but then there's this one time that somebody in a similar color car kind of came you know came to her spot and uh she and she didn't beep because normally she'd beep the horn, but sometimes she'd forget. So I kind of opened the door, and this guy, this this really obviously male person that wasn't her, just went, "What are you doing?" And I was like, ah! and I ran back out of the car. <laughs> the best bit was my mum did that. I was sitting in the car. She'd gone into the shop, and she came back and she tried to get into a different car, which was the same car as hers, I believe. But she just mistakenly thought that was her car. She'd always <laughs> usually parked in this place, and same as you, right? So she she kind of normally always parked here. Yeah. She just naturally went back, and she's trying the key in the car, and she's pressing. Well, working. well, not not the key. Obviously, it's a it's a fob thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, she's pressing the thing, and this guy had come over to her. I had the window open, and I just heard this guy saying, "Are you all right there, dear?" And she, he's like, "She's like, I'm just trying to get into my car." He said, "That's my car," <laughs> and she's like, "Oh." Okay, that explains why it's not opening. Okay, oh yeah, there it is over there. Oh, yeah, and I'm, and I'm you're doing. sitting there completely oblivious. And I'm just sitting waving, like, laughing. Oh, there, no. you know. um, <laughs> the fact that you weren't in that car. You know. Yeah, well, that would have given Wouldn't it away, you thought, thought right? She'd, you know, she'd yeah. noticed oh, know. the absence of Poor Stephen. This does not much thought goes on. Um, so yeah, Frankie, going back to Frankie's email, who's, uh, who's enjoying the show. Frankie says, I'm the guy who told Sean that I feel part of the awesome Blind Guy Talks Tech family. Ah, Frankie. Aww. Well, you are part of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is cool. constantly hearing about what goes on this on this awesome podcast. I'm <laughs> sorry, Frankie's wife. Sorry. Um, sorry, not sorry. But sorry, not sorry. <laughs> exactly. uh-huh. uh, I'd love to meet you and Sean one day. Uh, but not you guys, um, so that's what about fine. about me? Yeah, that's fine. No one fine. wants to meet me, do they? No. Uh, Frankie Robin? from Australia. I would like Tim? to meet you, Sally. Oh, thanks. Oh. <laughs> I would love to meet you in person. We should do a... What pop. is it those guys on the This Week in Tech, you know, yeah. the Twit cruise they do every year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do that. Oh, I would love to do a blind guy oh, cruise. A, a blind guy cruise. How many of us yes. will come back? That's the question. How many will fall <laughs> yeah, off the side? None of us will come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring the kids. We'll just sail away. We can be the on-ship entertainers. I, yeah, do you know what? I, I could I yeah. could actually do a okay, cruise ship night. It. I reckon I'll be able to do that. I want to do the buffet. I, tell jokes. I, want, to, I, want, I want to test the buffet. Yeah, Stephen can mm. do the buffet. Tim, no, no, not Tim, do it. Test No, it. no, that's what I mean. You can yeah. test the You and Tim can be the taste testers <laughs> for the buffet. What Sean, that, Sean can do stand-up. And, then yes. and Robin, are you going to do the comedy as well? I'll be his um, straight man or something. Okay. okay. Robin, could be the, you could be the guy at the door. You could be the usher. Oh, thanks. What, Tim, could, <laughs> you, so Tim could you do a magic show? Sure. Yeah, great. Okay, there we go. I can do card tricks and uh, I have a a rope trick I can do. This this sounds like a Butlins holiday. This sounds terrible. Yeah. Magic tricks and and stand up. What is this? Actually, imagine me several years ago, we went on a vacation to the Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg area. Big, huge, you know, uh, vacation spot here. I'm hearing country music in my head. Yeah, it's a massive. That's a little more south. Uh, yeah, Gatlinburg's huge. Oh, is that where uh, the the Coward of the County song was? Was that not Gatlinburg? Was that not in that? Yeah, no, I have no idea. The You're a bigger country fan than I, so I have yeah. no idea. But um, but the the one area down there, there's like a Margaritaville restaurant oh. and uh, Paula Deen's restaurant and all those kind of you know things. And is she not awful. She is. She, uh, we don't need to get into okay. that, Stephen. Anyway. The food is good. Anyway, there's a store, there's a magic store there. So they sell all kinds of different magic tricks and cart tricks. And so I went in and said, all right, I can't see, 
but when I was a little kid and when I could, I had a, a you know bunch of different magic tricks that I did. I did them for school. So now I'm blind. Can't see a thing. Give me, give me all the magic tricks that I could do that, that don't require me to see them. And sure enough, they, they started lining up things for me to, to do. And I, uh, actually did get a bunch of magic tricks that you can do that you don't, you actually don't have to see to do them. So I was, I was impressed. When yeah. I was a kid, I went on a week's holiday, residential holiday to learn magic tricks and juggling. Oh, really? Yeah. So I've got a few up Well, the there sleeve. you go. Yeah. There you go. Juggle Robin the can do it. We can all do it. Stephen can do some con. We can all rotate. But I'm not doing the juggling. I'll, I'll do stand up, but I'll have to sit down for it. Um, <laughs> you can barrel, Stephen. You'll be fine. I can barrel. Yeah. That's <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be juggling the food from the buffet. That's what there we go. How many Toss it up and catch it in his eat? mouth. That's, that's his juggling. By the yeah. time that we do the cruise, I'll have lost some weight so I can do a burlesque. Dark pole dance. You know, I, wow. Okay. Well, let's oh. take it. That's, that's, that's the night time entertainment see. sorted. Right. Okay. Um, it'll be interesting. My because eyes. Sound him. It, it, it's, oh, yeah. Bring them back. Sally, you've, you've I want to, caused the trouble now. This is a married man. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, going to get me in trouble. I'm married yeah. as well. Don't worry, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. My wife would be like, eh, go ahead. Yeah, whatever. I know. <laughs> I haven't got the energy. One's enough. Thanks. <laughs> so if you can see it, go ahead. If you can see it, you, you enjoy it. No tactile tours. Sorry. Oh, Access it. denied. Um, right, go on anyway. Well, that took a drastic turn. Go I'm, ahead, Stephen. I was thinking about cruises, right? Because you're talking about... Um, I'm always thinking about oh, cruises. I'm always thinking about this. I'm looking forward to whatever we have one booked for next, next year again. You yeah. are, that's exactly it. We're thinking the same. We're thinking where will we go. Mm-hmm. But just thinking about that, Ira, on a cruise... Because there's no signal or very oh, little no. signal. That's not well, so good. You can buy the Wi-Fi package and yeah, it's do always, it. I mean, I the guess, ship, but... ship bobs about, doesn't it? And it's just all terrible. But see, as I as I mentioned, gosh, it's probably. Been... <laughs> but yes. Do you need to about up terms. that much on a cruise? No, not really. It depends. There's so many people. It depends. There's so many. People there's so many people, there. and like I mentioned, I don't know. It's been what a month or so ago now on the show when I came back from my last cruise. At least with Carnival Cruise Line and their you know, subsidiaries, uh, Princess Cruises and, and and that, they actually can assign somebody that you call and say, hey, I need somebody to come and get me to take me to this place or that place or whatever. Yeah, and they'll, they'll assign a person that they will be your sighted guide and help you. And obviously they're, they're not going to, you know, s- sit there with you the entire cruise and be like your, you know, little cruise buddy. But whenever you need help getting somewhere they're they're more than happy to that's do that. Amazing. They have that built in to the, the cruise experience for somebody that's blind. So it, I, I, I don't know that I would want to move around too much on a ship by myself without some sighted assistance yeah. or Ira or something because they're just so big and so vast. There's so much to cruise ships you nowadays. You totally get lost. You could yeah. absolutely get lost. My wife and I get lost now, and she was fully sighted. So it, it, it happens. That you see it all the time, uh, don't you? It's just people walking down, then walking back, and then walking, and just, and then you mm-hmm. can you can hear the the, the simmering argument, especially if it's, if it's, it's this English way. Couples. No, it's over you know, here. You hear those English couples. You can hear the resentment uh-huh. in, the, in the voice all the time. You've already taken me this way. And you just know, here we go. And I want to hang around those people. I just want Domestic, to hear it you, I know. You, Stephen, you're, you're terrible. I love it. I love. I remember once when I got my, I think I told you the story. I got the noise cancelling headphones, the Bose ones at the time. And I was on a flight and I was amazed at how they cut out the flight noise. But what then fascinated oh, yeah. me was that I could hear an argument between a couple two rows uh-huh. back. And it was great. <laughs> uh-huh. 
<laughs> I, was actually, I, was on, I was on her side, I will say on that argument, I was yeah, on her mm-hmm. side. You'd be great with the extendable ears, wouldn't you? You know, for the Harry Potter one. <laughs> no, I don't know what that means. I've never, I don't know about Harry Potter. Say, he doesn't string that. again. Yay. String, oh, not the dog string again. Oh, oh, oh not going back to that. We didn't get any comments on that. Guide Dogs hasn't reported you. That's fine. You've still got a guide dog, right? Yes. Excellent. He's been um, withdrawn. Well, on that bombshell, we're going to leave it today. We'll be back tomorrow with more emails, tons <laughs> of emails. What a place got. to leave it. I know. Dog string. <laughs> um, and we will be back tomorrow. Uh, we'll all get back together. I also have got an interesting uh, package to tell you all about. Ooh, oh, steady. Hey, it's a Sunday show. It's, we'll keep it clean. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Keep in touch. Thanks. Here's how. Bye. Bye-bye. If you want even more Blind Guy in your life, visit blindguytalkstech.com for previous episodes. Find us on your podcast apps or ask Lady A or Lady G to play Blind Guy Talks Tech Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Catch you tomorrow.